like to welcome to our service, especially those of you that are joining us by the way of the internet. If you'd like to find your place in Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, I'll be preaching on three wise men. And when you hear about three wise men, uh, what normally comes to your mind? And most people would normally associate that with the you know, the, the, the nearness of the birth of Jesus and those that traveled from the east and all that. But I, I'm not going to be preaching on the th wise men mentioned in Matthew chapter 2. I'm not going to preach about those men that brought gold and frankincense and myrrh. And by the way, there's nowhere in the Bible it says there was only three of them. They just brought three gifts. But with the time that we do have, I would like for us to preach on three wise men that are mentioned in the Bible. The word wise men are found 42 times in the Bible. The words foolish men is only found once. The words wise man is found 30 times in the Bible and the words foolish man is only found seven times in the Bible. God makes much of us being a wise person. How can you tell a wise person from a foolish person? In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 20 it says, Wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them. Here I have, uh, for those of you that are listening, you won't see this, but if you're watching, you can see that I have a banana, an apple, and a tangerine in front of me. And What would you call someone who said that this tangerine right here is an apple? We can clearly see that there's a difference. But what would you call somebody that says this right here is an apple? Would you call them a fool or a wise person? Or, or if someone would say, this banana right here, it's an apple. Which we can clearly see that there's a difference uh, in the two. What would you call them? Would you call them a wise person or would you call them a foolish person? The Bible says... Uh, that the fool has said in his heart that there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. I'm a man. I'm not a woman. God made me a man. Uh, I have two daughters. They are women. And God made them that way. It would be a fool to say that I'm not a man, that I'm a woman. Why? Because God created me a man. And he made no mistakes with that. The Bible says they are corrupt. They have done abominable works. Can I say those that say that, hey, I'm a man trapped in a woman's body or I'm a woman trapped in a man's body. Uh, the, this word transgenderism goes around a lot and other different type of genders there. Uh, uh, can they say, can I just say the Bible calls them corrupt? They've done abominable works. There's none that doeth good because the Bible finally just says they're fools. Why? Because they said there is no God. There is no God that created me man and female. Male and female. That's what they're saying. They're saying there is no God. 
the Bible calls them a fool. There's a big difference between a wise man or man and a foolish man or foolish man. And in our passage, Jesus is going to compare that wise man and that foolish man. Let's keep reading in verse 21. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name have done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not. For it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Jesus is saying that not everyone that goes to church is going to go to heaven. Not everyone that prays is going to go to heaven. Not everyone that just does good deeds and they're a nice person every day are going to go to heaven. Not everybody that rides the church bus to church uh, is going to heaven. Not everybody that puts on a suit and wears a tie are going to go to heaven. No young lady that dresses up, puts on a dress and puts on nice shoes and, and fixes their hair and comes to church. and That, that does not mean that they're going to go to heaven. Not every person that just gives alms to the poor are going to go to heaven. And Jesus here is pointing out the difference between this wise man and this foolish man. The difference between the two is based on what they believe or what they do with what they hear about Jesus. You see, the wise man is compared to a man that builds his house on a rock, on a solid foundation. The foolish man is compared to a man that builds his house on the sand. I'd much rather build my house upon a solid foundation, upon some bricks and some rocks, so I know that when the storms come, it'll stand the test of time. I don't want to build my house upon the sand because the sand is not stable. It's always moving. A wise man will hear what the Bible says about Jesus, about the only way to go to heaven, and he'll believe or do what the Bible says. But right here's the difference between that wise man and that foolish man. That foolish man will hear the same thing as the wise man, but he will refuse to believe that the, what the Bible says about Jesus and salvation. Can I ask you, who made this apple? Who made this tangerine? Who made this banana, this fruit? Who made that? And the answer is simple, God did. Do you believe that this banana is a banana? 
Do you believe that this apple is an apple? Do you believe that this tangerine is a tangerine? Who made you a man? Who made you a girl? God did. The answer is simple. How many of you would believe that a tangerine could save you? How many in here would believe that a tangerine could save you from your sins and give you everlasting life? An apple, an orange. No, you don't believe that. Why? Because that'd be foolish. That would make you a wise person. Jesus said in John eleven twenty five. He was talking to Martha and he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. And then he asked Martha, do you believe this? And I like Martha's answer. She said, yes. In John chapter 3 and verse 16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Can I ask you, do you believe that? Do you believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and there's no other way to the Father but by him? Do you believe that? In Romans 5, 8 it says, But God committeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The Bible says that God so loved you, he so loved me that he gave his only begotten son to die on the cross for all our dirty, ugly sins. Lying, stealing, cheating, disobeying, hate, anger, bullying, having bad thoughts. The Bible says that he took all those sins and put them in his body and there he died for you and me on an old rugged cross. He was buried and he rose again the third day. And now Jesus is in heaven interceding for you and me. What does Jesus want from every person? He wants every person to be wise. To believe what he did on the cross was good enough for God and is good enough to save whosoever will, whosoever believeth in him and save them from hell. The Bible says in Romans 10, 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Have you believed what God has said about Jesus? Have you been born again? Are you saved? You know, if an orange or a tangerine pretends to be like an apple, even if this tangerine would try to look like an apple or even try to think like an apple, does that make this tangerine an apple? Well, no, it doesn't. It's still a tangerine. It's the same thing that Jesus is trying to say here. Jesus is saying here. Look, just because you ride the church bus or you come to church and you try to be a good person and you try to participate in the singing, none of those things will get you to heaven. Even though you're trying to look right, you're trying to fit in, you're trying to act like a Christian, none of those things will get you into heaven. You have to believe in your heart that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man 
cometh unto the Father, but by Jesus. Are you a wise person today? Or are you a foolish person? The second wise man that I'd like to preach about is found in Proverbs chapter 11 and Daniel chapter 12. And if you would turn to Daniel chapter 12, I'll read Proverbs 11 and verse 30 for us. But the second wise man that's going to be talked about here is a person that has believed. That this person has trusted Jesus as their Savior. And in Proverbs 11.30 it says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. In Daniel chapter 12 there, I trust you've had time to find that, Daniel chapter 12 and verse 3 it says, And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. According to the Bible, in these two verses, what does a wise man do? A wise man is going to tell others what Jesus did for him. He's going to tell others how to be saved. He's going to win souls. Let me ask you, if you're saved today, that makes you a wise person. Are you acting like a wise person? Or are you acting like a foolish person? How many people have you witnessed to? How many people have you given the gospel to? How much do you give to missions through this church to get the gospel out to our Jerusalem and our Judea and our Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth? How many of you would say that you're saved? Would you raise your hand? Well, let me ask you this. Have you told your family? Your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your family, your friends, your co-workers, the people you go to school with, have you told them that Jesus died for you on the cross? Can they see a difference in you? Would they say that you're a wise person or would they say you're a foolish person? Because you see, you're either one or the other. But a wise person is going to tell others about Jesus. The third wise man I'd like to talk about today is found in Daniel chapter 12 as well in verse 10. It says, Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. If you're wise today, that means if you've trusted Jesus as your Savior, not only are you going to point others to Christ and you're going to win souls and tell them about what Jesus did for you and what he wants to do for them, but the Bible says that you're going to understand what you believe. You know that you're saved. Not because of anything you did, but because you put your faith in Jesus as your Savior and what he did on the cross for your sins. 
When I was five years old, I asked Jesus to save me and forgive my sin. And I believed that Jesus died on the cross for me. I know what I believed. I fully understood that I was a sinner and I deserved to die and go to hell. I, I'd sinned against a holy God. I fully understood that Jesus took all my ugly sins in his body and he died for me so that I don't have to die and go to hell. Do you understand this? Because it says a wise person will understand these things. Not only that, but a wise person will understand the book of Daniel. In the book of Daniel, he describes things about the second coming of Christ. He also talks, and especially in this chapter, Daniel speaks of the great tribulation. You see, all born-again believers won't have any problem believing what God says about the times that we're living in and the times that are about to come. Jesus is coming again. Are you saved? Are you winning souls? Do you understand? Well, let me say this. How do you become wise? If you're a foolish person, how do you become wise? Jesus said, he that heareth these words of mine and doeth them. That means he puts them into practice in his life. He believes that what Jesus says is the truth and he accepts what Jesus did on the cross as enough to save him from hell. Everyone in here came into this building one way or another. You either walked in a wise man or you walked in a foolish man man or woman. If you came in as a wise person today, meaning that you've trusted Jesus as your Savior, you know you're saved and on your way to heaven, are you winning souls? Are you walking with God and growing in grace and in the knowledge of God? Do others see a wise person in you? Are you telling others about Jesus? But if you came in here today as a foolish person... I mean, someone that's never trusted Jesus Christ as their Savior, then I have some good news for you. You don't have to leave here the same way you came in. All you need to do is believe that Jesus uh, died for you, that he was buried, he rose again for your justification, and you need to believe why he did what he did for you. Jesus died on the cross for you, for your ugly sins. Jesus is the only way to heaven. You cannot receive forgiveness of sin by any other person or religion. Only Jesus can forgive sins. Only Jesus can save you and give you a home in heaven. Jesus died on the cross for you. Would you be wise today? Do you see yourself a sinner and on your way to a devil's hell, because if you don't, the Bible says you're still foolish. And you're building your house on the sand. And the storm's coming. And your, your house is going to fall. And the Bible says great will that fall be. Jesus wants you to be wise. Would you simply believe in him today?